Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Chalantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Hello, hello. You are listening to episode 136, Nonviolent Communication with Katrina Dello. But before we jump into today's amazing episode, a word from our sponsor, Living the Good Life Naturally Magnesium. This is my go-to brand for transdermal or on-the-skin magnesium supplementation. Transdermally is the easiest way and most effective way you can absorb the magnesium into your body. Things like your stress level, your diet, and so many other factors go into your magnesium burn rate. If you want to learn more about this, listen to episode 73 of Witchy Wellness Radio and make sure to go to Living the Good Life Naturally's website in the show notes and use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 10% off of your purchase. Please enjoy episode 136, Nonviolent Communication with Katerina Dello. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. This is your host, Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and your emotions are not in the way. They're actually leading the way. And our amazing communicator, nonviolent communicator to guest today, Katerina Dello, is originally from Ukraine, but she now lives in Germany with her two wonderful kids. And she often applies nonviolent communication to let the family move even closer together and to resolve conflict that always needs to lead to tantrums. She also shares her secrets of her success with other parents with her online course, Communicate Effectively with Kids. Welcome to the show, Katrina. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And I know this, you, you know, you specialize in nonviolent communication with kids, but this wisdom you can apply in every single area of your life. It's so powerful. And I know I've learned a lot from you. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I would love to hear your story because I know getting into something like this, I'm sure there was some beautiful transformation, whether in your own personal life with your kids, and now you're paying it forward and helping other people do the same. What made you want to create this beautiful course? Um, well, um, maybe I would first tell you how I came across nonviolent communication in the first place. Um, I was, it was a couple of years ago, and my kids were very little back then. They were three and five, and our life was very chaotic. So we had a lot of tantrums. My kids uh, didn't listen. They wouldn't engage. They kept running away from me, and um, I would yell at them very often. And I didn't like it at all. I, I hated um, the way I was being as a mother sometimes, but I just do, couldn't find a way to work things out. And um, at that point, my marriage was also uh, pretty much in trouble. Um, and I talked to someone who proposed um, to use, to read about nonviolent communication for me. Um um, especially for dealing with my troubled marriage back then. 
And it was a person whom I really trusted, who uh, I felt very much understood. So that's why I uh, bought a book and uh, read about it. And um, I uh, uh, visited, uh, I attended courses and I practiced a lot. And um, I have uh, read a lot about parenting advice before, about conflict-solving uh, advice before. and But every time, I don't know if your listeners can relate, but every time I felt like um, it's all my fault. So if I read some advice, I would always believe that um, everything went wrong in my life because I was doing something wrong, because... Um, it's, it was me who was to blame. And when I first heard about nonviolent communication, my first thought was, well, not again, not again another um, concept to teach me how I'm doing wrong, uh, why it's always my fault and why I suck, basically. And the only, the only reason why I stuck with nonviolent communication was because you can apply it when talking to others, but you can also apply it when talking to yourself because we are constantly talking to ourselves in our heads. And I uh, was doing that without even realizing it and without realizing that I wasn't being particularly nice to myself. Um, but the beautiful thing about nonviolent communication is that you focus on feelings and needs the feelings and needs that you have, but also the feelings and the needs of other people. So you don't um, you don't focus on words. You don't listen to words, but you are trying to listen what's behind all all the words, all the uh, things that people are saying. Um, yes, and the well, the, but the most beautiful part for me is that you have to, first to take care of yourself. You have to give yourself some empathy before you can start solving conflicts between your kids, for example, or something else. Um, and it was then when I realized that if I wanted to be more patient with my kids, I needed uh, to take care of myself first. And that meant for me resolving the conflict with my husband. So I tried to apply nonviolent communication um to this conflict well it doesn't it didn't quite work out we are divorced now but um uh, actually it was it was the better way it was the best solution because after we split up um i felt better and i that's that's what i mean by taking care of myself i had um a major conflict removed from my life and I had much more energy left for my children. Well, and then after I had more time and more energy, I really dived in deep, deeply into nonviolent communication and tried to um, apply it with my kids. Uh, the first year was a disaster, complete disaster, <laughs> because, um, well, I was trying to talk about feelings and needs, but I was try, uh, talking about my feelings and needs to my kids who were three and five uh, back then. It was um, a little bit too much to ask of the small kids. And then uh, I realized that I need to put their feelings and their needs into words. 
And then things started to work out mm-hmm. with them. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds so powerful. Yeah. And I would love to hear, so this nonviolent communication, how, how young can you start using this with your children? Um, well, I think my youngest daughter was three when I started um, using it. And with her, it worked perfectly well because, um, well, you, as a mother, you can sense your child. So um, I was just, I just started putting her feelings into words, what I was um, observing, like, are you sad or are you upset or are you mad? Are you frightened? And she would say yes. And I could, uh, I could soothe her and comfort her in some kind of way. So you can start um, at this age. Um, and I have also read some advice that you can even start earlier, but um, not in the form of, of a conversation, but just by trying putting the feelings and the needs of your child into words. And then there's no limit because I've <laughs> I've, I've used it with my mother, with my uh, boss, with my coworkers, so it works pretty well with other people. Oh, I love it. And in your course, you teach people the four main steps of talking in a connecting way. Could you give us a brief overview of what those steps would be? Yeah. Uh, well. Um, uh, the main aspects of nonviolent communication are the feelings and the needs, as I already said. But usually you would start with an observation. And an observation is something that you can see or that a camera would record. So um, not what you um, what you the meaning, not the meaning that you put into a situation, but just um, a neutral observation. Um, and then usually a, um, a situation triggers a feeling in you. Uh, but the feeling is not connected to the situation itself. Um, it's connected to the need that is behind this um, feeling. Um, I, have, um, I have a short example that I, um, I could give to you. For example, if I'm um, home in the evening and I'm waiting for my friend to come and see me. And she's late. So um, this is the situation. This is the observation. She is late. She's, I don't know, 20 minutes late. Now, my reaction to the situation could be I am angry because I want to spend my time in a meaningful way and not waste it waiting for her. Or I could even be relieved because um, her delay gives me the opportunity to finish uh, some piece of work, for example. So those are two completely different reactions, uh, the relief and the um, anger, uh, completely different reactions to this to the same situation. And this, uh, the reactions are different because, um, because of the need that is present for me at this moment. Um, so, well, do I want to finish a piece of work or do I want to spend my time in a meaningful way with her? Uh, so those are the needs that are behind my feelings. And the fourth step would be um, 
a request. It's, this is an optional step um, because sometimes if you just realize um, the feelings and the needs, you already feel better, but maybe you have to take the fourth step and make a request. You can make a request to yourself or to someone else. Well, if you are angry about her delay, you could just talk to her and explain that for you it's important to be on time. Well, in a in a friendly way, of course. That would be a request to your friend, for example. Mm, that's that's such an easy, simple way. I feel like this should we should learn this in school <laughs> growing up. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel that too. And there are schools uh, all over the world uh, that teach nonviolent communication, but unfortunately, I didn't go to that school. Either, either did I. Either did I. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted to ask you next: Why is it important, and and how can you connect with your kids when they're relaxed? Um, well, um, for this, I, um, I found, um, a wonderful play. Well, I've attended a lot of courses and watched a lot of videos and I came across, um, a Dutch a coach for nonviolent communication. Her name is Marianne van Dijk and she proposes a play, um, that's called like, don't like, um, so you basically you just ask your kid, what did you like about your day or your week, whatever? Um, what did you like? And then if the, kid, if the child is prepared to play this game, um, you should give it some time. And then when uh, she comes up with some, something, first you listen. Um, because empathetic listening is very important in, um, in nonviolent communication. So that means that you are just being there, seeing her, hearing her, not um, no interpretations. You Then you just try to guess the feelings and the needs that are behind it. And then you ask, was there also something that you didn't like about today? And then it's the same. You just listen and um, try to get some feelings and needs behind it. And if um, the child feels like it, if, if uh, the child is old enough, um, you could also share what you did like or didn't like about your day, but they need to be, um, I don't know, a bit older. Well, not three for this. Yeah, it Share, you know, listening empathetically. When I became a health coach almost seven years ago, the biggest thing they taught us was the power of listening. Oh, oh. The, the empathetic listening, because yes. a lot of times people don't have that opportunity in life in any type of relationship where someone yes. really is there to just listen with, yes. with empathy. It's mostly listening to respond. Or, or tell their yeah. opinion, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or give advice or something like that. Yeah, and that, you know, is so powerful in your relationship 
with anybody, with yourself, with your, your partner, your kids, friend, family, to just listen. Yes. And not yes. judge or make assumptions like you said. And just, yeah. So the, just listening is, a, it sounds like a huge part of the first part of starting nonviolent communication. You can do that today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's also, there's a quote of, um, from Marshall Rosenberg. He was the one who invented uh, this type of communication. And he said that um, your presence is uh, the most precious gift that you can give to anyone. And that's very beautiful. Oh, yes. And that, that like we say, it's court, it's very cheesy, but the greatest present you can give somebody is your presence. Yes. So like you being present yeah. with them as a gift. Um, it's true. But when, when you have a lot going on in yourself, in your own life, whether it's, you know, emotional, emotional from relationships, career, health, or just overall stress and anxiety, it's hard to hold that space if you, for other people. Yes. When you can't hold it yourself. So what are some tips or tools that, you can use for yourself that you can to take care of yourself and kind of recharge. So you can be in that space for other people and your kids. Well, that's, uh, that's a very wide topic because um, there are um, several things that you can do. Uh, well, for me, basically, it was um, splitting up with my husband <laughs> in the first place, but it doesn't have to be that traumatic for everybody. But it, it was the right way for me. But um, after that, um, I continued to look out for ways to take care of myself. I finally uh, managed to meditate beca um, because I... Um, used to believe for years that um, meditation doesn't work for me, but now I'm in a place where it does. And uh, what I suggest in my course, um, that's also what Marianne Van Dijk um, suggested to me, and it was a very, very precious gift too, is that you apply this um, nonviolent communication when talking to yourself. So you just listen. Uh, well, you need five minutes where you can sit down, uh, close your eyes, put your kids in front of a TV, and um, then you just listen to your body and try to feel what is there. Is there anything uh, that requires your attention um, or is something bothering you right now and you would like to... To kind of deal with it and then you sense your feeling and then you try to identify a thought is there a thought um, that triggered that feeling and did something and the third step is try to figure out did uh, something happen that triggered this thought again uh, and then it's time for the need for the most beautiful step. Um, so in my course, for example, I provide a sheet where 
all the most common needs are listed and you can have a look at the, those needs and just see which one resonates with you. And you will find out very quickly which is the right one. And then you just sit with this need for a while, for a minute or for five breaths, I don't know. Um, and usually when you when I manage to identify my need, it's like it feels like like a loving hug to myself. So I immediately feel better. Um, and then uh, there's a, uh, the fifth and the optional step. You can make a request to yourself or to someone else. Um, but I personally find that mostly I don't need a request. Just identifying my need is already very helpful. So this is one option yeah. for self-care. Oh, yeah, I know. There's so many options. And, and a lot of times self-care is sitting down. Yes. And being present and practicing something like nonviolent communication and figure yes. out what's what's coming up. And a lot of times we just want to, we think self-care might be go to yoga or go take a bath. But sometimes self-care is not saying that this is hard work, but it's doing the hard work and being present with all what's coming up, not just the good, yes. but the bad. Yes, and it's uh, if you are used to running around all the time, it's pretty hard to really sit down and focus on yourself. Um, but uh, you just need to practice it. So you only need five minutes. Sometimes it's doing the hard work and sometimes it's feeling all of the feelings, good or bad. And like you were saying, running around a lot. And yes. sometimes I feel like I subconsciously or consciously do that on purpose when I Running don't around. yeah when you don't want to when you don't want to yes. real when you don't want to realize or do the work when something's coming up for you yeah 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 of course yes. yeah <laughs> well I know it's easy when you you can tell when you're triggered but yeah what are some tips or tools that you can do to tell if your children are triggered as well well, uh, um, I think you, well, as a mother, you just know, <laughs> it's just, you just know, well, uh, my eldest, um, starts, starts a tantrum when she's triggered. So she, um, she starts screaming and yelling. Um, and the youngest may, uh, well, for the youngest, there are uh, different ways she may go very quiet but she goes all red in the face. Well, I guess the better way of asking it is, you know, what can you do? Because I'm sure as a mother, that's triggering you when when your child is having a tantrum yes. or, you know, not behaving the way you expected them to. Yes. What, what, what can you do if they are triggered? Well, it... Um... It depends. It depends very much on the child. Um, I have two. Well, my daughters are very different from one another. So I just had a tantrum. I think two two days ago, with the eldest, uh, where she started screaming because well because I turned off the TV because it was bedtime, and she uh, she uh, uh, she threw herself on the floor and she started yelling and screaming and banging her head. And I, I just can't stand it. So I just leave the room because I, I know I'm going to kill her. 
<laughs> and then I just, um, but I, I leave the room and then I hear her screaming and screaming and screaming. And I know that um, she puts herself in that state and she will not be able to come out of it by herself. So she needs my help. And I just wait outside uh, until the yelling subsides a little. Because uh, when she gets a bit a bit quieter, then I know that's the time where I can get through to her. And that's when I went back into the room. Um, and um, well, it's not about it's not about making her see something, making her understand that it's late, that it's bedtime, that she had been watching TV for an hour, that it's enough, that all kids go to bed now or whatever, or that yelling is no way to behave. It's not about that because that doesn't work. And that's also what Marshall Rosenberg always said. Um, he said, nonviolent communication is not about making the other person do something that you want them to. It's about connecting. It's about feeling the connection. And with uh, with my elders, it was um, uh, well. It was just hugging her and um, make her look at me to make eye contact, so to make it easier for for her to get out of this emotional state and. Um, to soothe her, I just said, it's over now. It's okay. It's okay. It's over now. Because I knew that the most um, the most dramatic thing for her at that moment, it was not the TV, but it was this emotional yelling that she put herself into and that she couldn't come out of. Well, and then I just hacked her and I said, it's okay. It's over. And it was over. So it was okay then. Oh, wow. It's like superpowers here. <laughs> yes. And sometimes... <laughs> Lauren, honestly, sometimes I, in such moments, I really, I feel like the mom of the year because, because um, um, uh, these situation, situations were impossible to resolve before, but now, but now I found a way. Mm, that's so powerful. In any relationship, yeah. I'm thinking in my relationship with my partner, not only with him, but myself yeah. of... <laughs> Um, that, that what you said there was key in that moment, you know, it's not there about communicating to her, well, it's time for bed. You always come to bed at this time. You watch enough TV. Yeah. It's not about getting her to do something. It's about holding that space and allowing her to get out of that tantrum, allowing, you know, the worst is it's comforting her. It's that empathy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was it was okay then she forgot about the TV. It was it was fine then. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's that's how it works with my elders and with my youngest. I have uh she's a bit easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, uh and um I don't do I don't have to do that much work with her. Amazing, amazing. And I know we've been talking about this course for the last few minutes. What all is included in the course? What can people expect when, uh, if they're interested in signing up? Well, um, first of all, there are a lot of stories from my own life, yeah. which I think a lot of parents can relate to. Uh, there's also um, a guided uh, self-empathy session 
So um, I recorded my voice so the um, people can download it to their phone and just close their eyes and listen to it if they want to spend five minutes with self-empathy, with taking care of themselves. And I also have included a couple of sheets with feelings and needs uh, because um, there are much more feelings and needs that we are normally aware of. So you can have a quick look if you are, if you are having trouble finding your needs, which happens to me all the time. It's not that easy sometimes. And it's easier when you can read something that really resonates with you. And I have also um, a needs sheet for kids uh, because um, you just need to use different words when you are talking to small children. Because um, uh, to an adult, uh, you can um, say, well, do you need some, some space or some autonomy, for example, because an adult can understand what it means. But for a child, it's um, do you want to decide for yourself or do you want to, to do it yourself or something like that? Yeah, amazing. I love how there's you break it down for us adults that are really just kids at heart and and then the, yeah. the kids too we're just big kids um yeah we'll have all, all that linked in, in the show notes as well if you guys are interested and I, I'm just looking at your page right now you've had a lot of students you've had this has been a great successful of a course right yeah I'm very happy about that yeah oh my yes. goodness you guys she's had as of this is recording it's going to come out over a month later which I'm sure you'll have more she's had over 5,000 people take this course. This is amazing. <laughs> Holy crap. Congratulations. That's what you, this you. is. This is effective. This is effective. This people is. are seeing results too. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I just looked at the time. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we start to close the show today? Um, yes. I would like to share some free coupons for my course with your listeners. So um, I guess we can put a link to this, uh, to the yeah. free coupons um, in the show notes and they, uh, the coupons will be available for three days. Um, so if you're interested, go have a look. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on here. I honestly learned a lot, even though I don't have any children, I have a dog, but I don't think this yes. will work with her. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on today. and teaching us how to not only be in relationships, better relationships with others, but, but also ourselves. Oh, thanks for inviting me. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way. <laughs>